0: the game is over and you want more when the news breaks and you want more when you wake up and you want more it's highlights it's breakdowns it's analysis it's opinion it's curbside reaction your next day post-game podcast and it starts now
1: yeah it was intense i thought um you know we weathered the storm for most of the game obviously second of a back-to-back and you know, they came at us hard, and, um, you know, I thought till the third we did a good job keeping them to the outside and um, not allowing too much in the middle of the ice. But, you know, they're going to get their looks when they did. Hoff was there and, um, you know, found a way to get two points. I think we're, we're playing good hockey right now for the most part, and, you know, we're building our game. And, and you can see we're, we're really starting to come together as a team and play for each other and, and support each other. And it, it's, it's really fun to see, and it's fun to be a part of, and um, just kind of keep her going. What's it like for you to
2: see Hofer make those saves down the stretch?
1: Yeah, it's awesome. Obviously, uh, I'm with him every day at home, my roomie. So, um, you know, I'm always cheering for him back there. He's, He's been tremendous for us when he's in there, and, um, you know, I love watching him. It's a little bit of extra emotion for me getting to get to see him in the pipe. So, um, you know, it's great. He played unreal, and, um, you know, really happy for him. Well,
0: that's the 21-year-old Jake Neighbors who had a big first period, a goal, and an assist. And the St. Louis Blues took that 2-0 lead all the way to the third period. The Canucks would eventually tie the game 3-3. The Vancouver Canucks never led in the game. But Braden Shen provided the overtime heroics. And the Blues get a 4-3 win over the Vancouver Canucks, picking up their second win on this road trip, getting to four games over five hundred for the first time since the end of the 21-22 season. And they head into Seattle on Friday night with a chance to make it a three-game winning streak. Hello, everybody. I'm Chris Kerber, and welcome into Curbside Reaction, your next-day postgame podcast featuring everything St. Louis Blues. The victory last night for the Blues also leapfrogged them over Arizona, who lost their game yesterday, and the Blues now sit, going into action today, one point behind the Nashville Predators, for a wild card spot, a very important and thrilling back-to-back games in Vancouver last night and Calgary the night before for the St. Louis Blues. Let's get you to the highlights from the Blues and Canucks last night. Thomas in the middle. Shoot!
3: Score!
0: Jake Neighbors finds the back of the net on a great feed from Robert Thomas. 6.46 to go in the first period. one nothing Blues. Settling it down. Neighbors recovers for the Blues. Here's Perunovic. Right side to Thomas. Thomas skates on the near wing. Passes to Perunovic straight away. Back to Thomas coming down the slot to the goal line. Neighbors. Score! Pavel Buchnevich taps it in on a great pass from Neighbors. It's a power play goal. And the Blues lead the Canucks 2-0. 0 to go in the first period. Blues bring the puck, in proved to Shen. Shen shoots, he scores! Then it's waved off. They're going to call a cross-check on Jake Neighbors. Francis Sharon is going to put Jake Neighbors in the penalty box, waving off the Braden Shen Goal.
2: St. Louis gets minor for cross We have
3: no goal in
0: the play. Lose along the far side. Play it by Krug to the point. It's not out. Ronick holds it in. Hughes into traffic. Deflected shot on. What a save and they score. The Canucks are able to find the rebound. They slide it along the ice under Hofer. And Vancouver's on the board. 60 seconds into the third period. Lose in the offensive zone. Leading 2-1. Kevin Hayes. Off the near wing to the corner. Back is to Torovchenko. He scores! Alexi Torupchenko went to the front of the net. Hayes found him. Three-to-one blues. 18-19 to go. Third period. Patterson out high this time. Left wing to Hughes. Hits off the of his stick, rolls to Miller. Blues chase, but Hughes gets it back at the point. Down to Miller, and a hot pass missed it. Steer behind the net, it's loose, and they score. It comes in front to Suter, gets his second of the period. It came back after Hofer had played it real quick. Not a good thing when it's your best penalty killer in the penalty box. Three to two, the score, Canucks have life. 14-18 to go in the third power play goal by Suter. Vancouver with the goalie pulled, wins the draw. They get it to the far wing, Pedersen to the blue line thrown it wide open to Hughes into traffic, back door, it's loose, rebound, and it's scored. The Canucks found the back of the net. overhand had the initial one, but then the next one floated over him, and the Canucks have tied it 3-3 with 51.3 seconds to go. Shen then takes it over the line, Kuzmenko stripped it on him, here comes Patterson. Into the blue zone on Letty, and Shen knocked it away. Letty's going to get it back. it ahead. Two on one with Shen. Letty in. Looking. Letty running out of room. Pedersen falls down in front of the neck. Blues get it to Shen. He scores! The St. Louis Blues win! Bring out the Zamboni! The captain buries the game winner for the Blues! 4-3 the final tonight. Nick Letty joined us after the game to talk about the game-winning play, the play of Colton Pareco and turning the tide in Vancouver. All right down near the dressing room, Nick Letty joins us. And Nick, congratulations on a heck of a road win against the Vancouver Canucks. Boy, There's so much I want to ask you, but if you don't mind walking us through how you saw that uh, that game-winning play to Braden Shen develop.
4: Um, you know, I wish I could have made a better play on, on the initial rush, but... Um... You know, it ended up working out. I just tried to create a little space uh, behind the net, and, uh, you know, Jenner was open, and uh, he made a great shot.
5: Hey, uh, Joel Holfer, young kid, had a great game tonight, some big-time saves. Uh, what do you think of his play tonight?
4: He was incredible, just like you said. He he was there for us, uh, you know, when we really needed him to make big saves, and, and um, I think, uh, you know, you look at both of our goalies, we're going to need them to be uh, amazing as they've been and uh, keep that rolling
0: Nick is as, as you guys stem the tide like you had to weather the storm in the first part of that first period what turned for you guys to start getting the momentum back the other way
4: um, I think weather in the storm and then just getting to work um, you know we capitalize on our opportunities tonight and uh, you know I think overall we played a good D um, on a very good offensive team
0: can you give us an idea of just how good Colton Pareko has been this season.
4: Amazing. Um he's the horse back there. He uh he controls the game. And um, you know, we're gonna need him to do that. Uh keep doing that all year.
0: Well Braden Shen had a heck of a game. He picked up the game winning goal in overtime, but did so many little things right to help the Blues win. And Braden Shen chatted after the game.
2: Going to the net and you know pushed off him and well there's a cross tracker, you know, is what it is and I thought he I feel like I didn't push him that hard. I maybe could have had a penalty could've went either way and and uh, um Francis uh Saint Laurent gave me the benefit of the doubt on that and was able to beat him the shot. With the way they were calling cross stretch tonight, we were we surprised there was no call? I didn't I think when I scored on the first one, I didn't think that one was. And probably on the flip side I don't I, like I said, I haven't even seen the replay yet, but uh, maybe that one could've been so there was some cross-checks uh, going on. They were, like I said, those are two solid refs that uh, have been around the league for a long time, and uh, they call the game uh, differently um, each and every night. And like I said, uh, both refs gave me the benefit of the doubt on uh, on that goal. It's it's a, it's a tough back-to-back. They're a good team. They come fast. They come hard. Um, you know, they're sitting there waiting for us. And, and um, you know, hope was great. Uh, we were able to get out uh, defensively. Had a couple big blocks. Um, guys playing hard for one another. So it's good to see and guys stepping up, scoring goals since. Christmas time we've we've really dug in against the good teams and, and and played them hard and played well and uh you're not going to win every night but um we feel like uh uh when we play to our game and stick to our structure um you know we hang in there with teams and uh games go either way and um you know we've had a tough schedule with playing a lot of good teams and um going into other teams buildings and playing on the road and this is a tough one to do and um it's nice to win you know the whole the whole period kind of the way it went uh you know kind of being up three up up a couple then a couple one goal leads and um, you know they got tons of good players good skill and you know they're going to get at least one chance there with the six on five and they're able to bury it so um, good team always hard to play fun to play and uh, just a big win for our team.
0: Let's check in with the head coach of the St. Louis Blues Drew Bannister.
6: thought our guys competed hard um, you know we weathered the storm early on in the first period and then I thought, you know. The, last 10 minutes of the first we were by far the better team no question about that you know di- didn't get ourselves into trouble in the second period but we got caught out on some icings that you know forced us to have to be a little bit tired defending but i thought thought our guys did a great job like we were collapsing our sticks were on you know on unreal here tonight to break up a lot of their you know plays through the slot line you know big kill at the end of the third you know they end up getting a bounce there on a couple of the goals. But we played last night. We've had two travel. They've been sitting here for two or three days, you know, rested. So it's a heck of a win from, from our guys. We showed a lot of character tonight. Well, the guys stuck with it. Like, we, we we're guys were blocking shots. They were sacrificing their body there towards the end when Vancouver was really pressing. Was disappointing we weren't able to get out with, you know, a regulation win. But, uh, you know, I thought the overtime, you know, it was, it was good to see Shannon kind of get another goal he's been playing really well for us of late but uh real good play by letty there to hold on to the puck down low and be able to separate and then find him in the slot so happy for the guys they deserve it it's you know had a tough game last night played really well in the third and you know we knew tonight was going to be tough you know vancouver's a good hockey team but our guys uh, our guys showed up and they were ready to play yeah jakey was great <coughs> you know he played he played on rails here tonight um Big goal uh, on the power play, or he set up the, the goal on the power to play to Bucci uh, down low. Overall, I, like Shener's line's been real good, and um, over the last three or four games here for us, and you know Soder had another really strong night here tonight. Jakey was was good, and and, and Schenner was really good, and I thought we got a lot of performances from a lot of our guys. I thought Hazy's line was outstanding again with with Walker and um, the way they played, the way they held on to pucks down low in the offensive zone. Um, Got a lot of good shifts out of my fourth line, especially in the third period when I felt like I had to use them because we we got taxed a little bit in the second period there with, you know, some of our lines and we lost Blazer there for a bit with, you know, the the high stick. So he had to get stitched up. So, um, you know, I needed them and, and I thought they gave us some real good shifts.
0: Well, it was a gritty effort for the St. Louis Blues on the second game in as many nights, and the Blues are now 3-3 three and three in the second game of back-to-backs. That was the sixth back-to-back set they've had this season. They have five more to go in
5: the 11 total. Cam Jansen helped us break the game down. They weathered the storm off the bat, and, and Vancouver is coming at them really, really hard in the first period. They were calm, cool, collected, and they came up 2 nothing after the first, and and it was kind of a, an up and down kind of game, some penalties here and there. But, I mean, you got to give credits to Joel Hol- Holford for keeping him alive. Some of those saves are just gigantic saves. And, of course, right in the end, you got your captain coming through. And when we just talked to Nick Letty, he made a hell of a play on that. He could have just, I'm, honestly, like tried to thread the needle and would have probably got disrupted. And would they would have gone back 100 miles an hour the other way. But he was patient, found a play, made the scene. And, uh, and of course, Shinner got the game winner. What a great game. Great game, Curbs. We got excited, didn't we? We did, and, and this game had
0: some special teams. I know Vancouver got that power play goal eventually in the end, and, and that was the big goal that, you know, that, that, that made it a three to two game. But the penalty killing was really good. You look at this season, they allowed one power play goal to the Vancouver Canucks over three games. One power play goal in eight chances we'll against this Vancouver uh, offense. That's that's some really good penalty killing by the Blues in this series.
5: Yeah, and, 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 and the goal that they did score, 55, the best penalty cover we have, was in the penalty box. And you can't say enough good things about what Colton Pareko's doing. Uh, he's just playing great hockey. He's confident right now. And, again, what a, a great two points in a tough building against the best team in the league. We'll take it. The big goal of the game has to be the Alexi – well, okay –
0: aside from the Shen overtime game winner has to be that Alexi Torevchenko goal from Kevin Hayes 41 seconds after the Canucks made it a 2-1 game in the third period and that was all about the puck control of Kevin Hayes but where did Alexi Torevchenko go? Right to the front of the net and then he would just won the puck battle in front of the goal to flip it in.
5: He established his space he's a big kid and he, he stopped it. he knew exactly what he was doing, he had a stick on the ice he was waiting for Hayes defeat him that puck and he didn't move and and he got a big time goal and, and that kid needed it man and that was a good big confidence booster from Torbchenko I liked his game tonight right off the bat you've been in these situations you've played backs to
0: backs like this heck in the minor league sometimes it was three and three with bus rides in between what does this do? A game like this do for your energy going into that third game in four days on Friday in Seattle, having gotten a win like this right after the kind of win you had in Calgary?
5: Well, they're going to be happy on the plane. I will tell you that, and they're going to sleep like rocks tonight. At least they got a day off tomorrow. Probably an optional practice, but uh, they're going to go into the Seattle pretty confident. They're moving on up, is what they're doing, Curbs, and um, and everybody knows that and. Um, And these weren't fluky games either. Now, now Calgary was a little bit difficult, a little bit more bizarre, but they they had a pretty good game tonight and they beat a hell of a team. Well, with this victory tonight,
0: the Blues get the four games over 500 on their ninth attempt of the season (laughs) to get there. And now they can try to get the five over on the game on Friday against Seattle. You had Nashville that was idle, Arizona lost. So the Blues leapfrog Arizona, both with 46 games played. They've got one fewer game played than Nashville, who was idle, and the Blues now sit one point out of a playoff spot here after 46 games on the season. And with these last two games, the Blues went from 10th, or I'm sorry, from 12th to 9th in the standings. That's how important these four points were. Kim, nice job, brother. go. We'll do it again in
5: Seattle. The Blues get the victory over the... Vi- oh, we need but like three stars for the game in s- and our, and our work boots. Okay. Uh, first star, I got to get the suitor. Had a hat trick tonight. It was, had, had a hell of a game. My second star is torpchenko okay. Big-time goal uh, in a big-time situation. I liked his game overall. My number one star is Jakey Neighbors. He started off, hit that big uh, Nikita Zadoroff and said, no, 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 no I'm coming to play tonight. Had yep. a nice big goal. Could have had a couple. And my uh, my uh, hard hat goes to Braden Shin. And even if he didn't have that overtime goal, I would have gave it to him anyway because he did little things tonight. He got the puck out of his own. He blocked shots. And uh, I'm sure he got those guys motivated in the bench too. Thank you, Cam. Let's check in with Tim Woodburn with his thoughts on last night's contest.
3: Well, Chris, I'm not sure this was a game the Blues were supposed to win, but when they did, usually when you only have 18 shots on goal and you give up three goals in the third period, uh, things aren't going to go well. But they did tonight for the Blues. want to talk about Nick Letty. I was surprised when I looked at the stat sheet today. He is second on the team in minutes per game, behind just behind pareco ahead of Krug and others. He's been uh, a steady force back there. He doesn't get a lot of limelight because he doesn't score much, but Nick uh, Letty was... Uh, was uh, very good player tonight. Pareko his usual 26 minutes. And uh, how about Jake Neighbors? Scoring greasy goals. We don't have a lot of greasy goal scores on this team, but Jake Neighbors, his average feet away from net per goal this year, it has to be around 10 if not less. Uh, he scores uh, in-tight goals, nasty goals, greasy goals, and uh, tonight was a nice one-timer, but I'm just saying in general Jake Neighbors, for the most part, offensively when he scores, it's greasy and nasty. I'd love to see that. Wish we could see that from more guys. So, the Blues give up a point there with a last-minute goal, but they come away with it nonetheless. Braden Shen gets his revenge after having a goal called back earlier in the game because of a penalty, but the Blues win it two points, gone to Seattle, and uh, I'll tell you, the Blues were minus 210 uh, on the oddsmakers' boards tonight, and they come away with a victory, so if you bet Blues, you won big. For Curbside Reaction, this is Tim Woodburn.
0: Well, a couple key takeaways in that game last night from Vancouver, and first I want to start with Joel A terrific game for Joel Hofer in net. As a matter of fact, he faced 32 shots and in the game made a total of 29 saves. And yeah, three goals did go in. Yes, there were a couple of moments where the exchanges between himself and the D were off again. But he continues to grow in the National Hockey League. Of course, this is his rookie season. It was only his 17th game of the year. But what a clutch performance he put for the St. Louis Blues. When you're the backup goaltender and you're playing the second game, sometimes you get the horrible matchups. The Blues played well in front of him, but they needed him to make huge saves, and he made them throughout the entire game, including that thrilling save in overtime. And you heard Nick Letty talk about it. We're going to need both goaltenders, he said, to play this way and to play great down the stretch for us. And the confidence that this team has in both not only their number one guy in Jordan Bennington, but their backup goaltender in Joel Hofer is huge. Games like this go a long way to building the confidence of the team in front of them, and Joel Hofer was fantastic, earning the victory for the Blues last night. Another takeaway in the game, you know what? He was on the score sheet with an assist on the Torepchenko goal. But Nathan Walker, you're going, how do you talk about Nathan Walker after there were so many other great performances? Well, here's why. Throughout a good chunk of the season, the Blues have been looking for a certain performance just a kind of go get it, constant, hard-working performance from somebody on that fourth line. Now, in this case, he was on the third line. But we've seen guys come up from McKenzie, McCackery. We've seen Semi Blay get in and out of the lineup. You've seen Alexandrov have a chance. He went back to the minors on a conditioning stint. We've seen Gaudette called up. You've seen different players be given that chance. There's one thing that's very clear here for Nathan Walker, who just played in his 10th game and picked up his fourth point. He's earned the right to hold on to that spot. Now, he's the kind of guy that's going to continue to earn that, right? He's the kind of guy that's not going to take it for granted. But there's a reason that the Blues signed Nathan Walker to a two-year contract extension, and you're seeing it now. When other guys didn't take advantage of it, he has taken advantage of it. And once again, just like he did last year and like he did the year before, he's delivering when it counts. And it doesn't mean he's going to be chipping in a bunch of offense. But you know he's going to make good decisions on the puck. He's going to hit a body, whether it's big or small. He's going to get the puck in the corner, and you can't push him out of a game. You can't intimidate him. He wants to be here, and he's playing like he wants to stay in the National Hockey League. And Nathan Walker continues to play extremely well for the St. Louis Blues. And that's my takeaway from last night's game. A great victory for the Blues over the Vancouver Canucks. They win the season series, by the way, 2-1 over Vancouver. And the Blues are now 9-2-2 in their last 13 against Vancouver, 9-3-2 in the last 14 overall in Vancouver. And that takes all the way back to March 1st of 2015. They seem to like right now this Western Canadian swing. One more game to go on this road trip for the St. Louis Blues, and that is going to be Friday night against the Seattle Kraken. The Blues lead the Kraken in the standings, the Kraken in the battle for the wild card spot with those four or five teams that the Blues are battling with as well. So another big head-to-head game for the St. Louis Blues against a team neck-and-neck with them in the standings on Friday night as the Blues and Kraken lock it up. Thanks for tuning in to Curbside Reaction, your next day postgame podcast featuring everything St. Louis Blues. We bring it to you after each and every St. Louis Blues game. It's uploaded by the next morning. If you miss anything from highlights to interviews to reaction to opinion, you'll find it here on Curbside Reaction. Thanks again for tuning in. Have a great rest of your week. We'll start the weekend with you Friday night in Seattle, and we'll see you at the rink.